From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Officials say two people injured in a fire at BP's Husky Toledo Refinery in Oregon have died. ONN's Kaylee Marantet reports. The two victims were taken to the hospital last night but did die this morning. A spokesperson for BP says everyone else was accounted for. This is the second oil refinery fire in the U.S. recently with an Indiana refinery happening just three weeks ago. That spokesperson from BP told me that they do have staff members coming here and will provide us an update when they have more information available. Reporting in Oregon, Kaylee Marantet. A Fairfield County athletic director was arrested on multiple counts of sexual battery involving a student. ONN's Ashley Bornanson has details. 45-year-old Chad Little works as the athletic director at Bloom Carroll Local District. He was arrested on two counts of sexual battery. Now, according to the sheriff's office, between March 1st, 2018 and September 20th, 2020, Little allegedly engaged in sexual conduct with a student at the school. Neighbors say he was arrested outside his home. Shocking. It really is. Nothing ever happens here, like especially something like that. Bloom Carroll Local School Superintendent Sean Hahn acknowledged this, saying Little is now on leave and, quote, the district has fully cooperated with law enforcement and will continue to do so. Then Carroll, Ashley Bornanson. The State Board of Education heard from dozens of Ohioans yesterday during a debate on whether schools must adopt Title IX requirements that acknowledge and support transgender students. One theme among speakers was that rejecting those requirements, which is a proposed resolution yet to be voted on, puts kids at risk. As a parent, my greatest fear for my children is the risk of self-harm and suicidal ideation. It is nothing more than state-sponsored bullying and abuse because it attempts to erase their existence. If you pass this resolution, children will die. But there were supporters of the resolution. I have observed with 40 plus years of experience that nothing good comes of the presence of mixed genitalia in restrooms or locker rooms. Brandon Shea is a board member from Madison County, west of Columbus. He introduced the resolution to reject the protections and says he stands behind it. But I humbly submit to you that we should always err on the side of the inviolable right of parents to know and to be involved. Ultimately, we cannot strengthen education while continuing to perpetuate a lie to our children. The resolution has three main points. It opposes President Biden's plan to extend Title IX protections to transgender students. It would require schools to tell parents when their child questions their gender identity or wants to be identified by another name or pronoun. And it would ban transgender women from joining women's sports teams. Failing to adhere to Title IX changes could have major repercussions and would allow the federal government to pull funding for school lunch programs. The board is set to vote on the proposal at its meeting next month. Two Republicans in the Ohio House have introduced legislation that would force school boards to disclose to parents all sexually explicit content taught in the classroom. ONN's Dave James reports. Teachers would need to provide students with alternative instruction that doesn't include this sexually explicit content if parents request. The bill introduced by Sarah Carruthers of Hamilton and DJ Swearingen of Huron defines sexually explicit content as any description of or any picture, drawing, film, image, or similar visual representation depicting sexual conduct. The bill continues a pattern of Republican legislation on a state and national level seeking to restrict what's taught in classrooms, especially as it relates to race relations, American history, gender, and sexual identity. Dave James, Owen in News. 
A suburban Cleveland school district censured a board member after he filed a complaint regarding the way district students dress, something he was accused of monitoring while off school grounds. ONN's Neil Fisher reports. They don't want Todd Albright to be a school board member in the Chardon School District after they say he was trying to determine what female students wore to school. There was around 30 people outside of Albright's house. Many of them held signs. Some read, don't tell women what to wear. This is what parents say made them upset. I think that there is an issue of morality that's being pressed. Um, I think that he doesn't trust the administration. I mean, he doesn't speak for the majority, which is his job. I spoke with Albright. He says he only went to look at what the students were wearing one time. I'm Neil Fisher. In addition to censuring Albright and requesting that he cease and desist from such behavior, the board strongly recommended he attend and participate in Ohio School Boards Association training. A new report from the Census Bureau shows nearly 30% of Cleveland's residents live in poverty. ONN's Bree Buckley has the story. Emily Campbell with the Center for Community Solutions says this is the first set of reliable data released since before the pandemic. A more staggering statistic, how many children are impacted. Cleveland has the worst child poverty rate of any large U.S. city. We are dead last. 45.5% of children in Cleveland are growing up in poverty or lived in poverty in 2021. Giving us a glimpse into the problem plaguing so many. Cleveland is second to Detroit among major cities for overall poverty. A bizarre new social media trend caught the attention of the Food and Drug Administration, and now there's a strong warning against trying it. ONN's Clay Gordon explains. The FDA is urging people not to cook chicken in NyQuil. The new social media challenge is encouraging young people to cook their chicken and basic ingredients in NyQuil, other over-the-counter cough products as well. This one is dangerous even if you don't eat the chicken. The FDA says boiling medication can change its properties, making it more concentrated. In fact, just breathing it in can even damage your lungs. I'm Clay Gordon. The AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals are 0-2 to start the season, losing both games in down-to-the-wire fashion. ONN's Dom Tiberi has more with head coach Zach Taylor. Right now, no one is panicking. The Bengals return to action Sunday when they travel to the Big Apple to take on the Jets. I think our team is in a really good place. we got really good leadership and we have really good talent. And two games in the season, we're not where we want to be, but we're able to put these behind us and refocus on the Jets and get back on track. And just, just one good performance really puts you back on track and finds you that rhythm and that confidence that, that you know you're capable of. I'm Dom Tiberi. A Cleveland Browns fan who threw a plastic water bottle that hit team owner Jimmy Haslam during Sunday's game will not be allowed back into First Energy Stadium. The Browns confirmed 51-year-old Jeffrey Miller of Rocky River is permanently banned. He's been charged with assault. And the Cleveland Guardians are nearing a division championship, knocking off second-place Chicago last night in extra innings. The team last won the division in 2018. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.